Clitorati. We're going to spice it up a bit and talk about the orgasm gap with a very special guest who has a very special gift for all of you today. Because in the words of Dr. Emily Nagoski from Netflix's Principle of Pleasure, you heard it on our Roe versus Wade episode and here it is again. The point of this whole larger scale cultural conversation is to start recognizing, oh, there are these obstacles that have been up between me and my pleasure. And I actually am 100% allowed to have all the pleasure that lives in my body. And I didn't even know that people were trying so hard to stop me from accessing pleasure. I wonder if I should start Mm -hmm. accessing pleasure a whole lot cultivating an entire lifestyle of accessing the pleasure that exists in my body and just, you know, dismantle the entire white supremacist, this heteropatriarchal, rapidly exploitative, late capitalist system through my orgasms. What do you think about that? If that sounds hard to do, well, then start practicing. And just so it's loud and clear, pleasure belongs to you whether you're by yourself or you're in a partnership, you are worthy of it. So here to discuss all of this with us today is the director of education of our new favorite sexual wellness company, Satisfier. Her work is focused on helping people clear patterns of trauma within the body that block the power within their voice. Her goal is to liberate the voice so we can all speak with power, gravity, and presence. And as communication coaches ourselves, we love her and can't wait to learn more. So please welcome certified clinical sexologist, Megwin White. Welcome. Welcome Thank to Clit Talk. <laughs> Woo! I'm so excited to be here. It's exciting to join you here for a lovely discussion on my favorite topic. Yes. Pleasure. Yes. So we were so inspired by this quote from you. And you said, releasing many of the connections within your physical body will help you make the impact that we are meant to make in the world. So can you tell us a little bit more about the work you do and how you help people in this realm? Yeah, I mean, first of all, so much of my own work in this in, in this field has really been about self-healing as much as it's been also about helping to heal others. Mm. Um, so just quick background is that I also had experienced trauma sexual trauma and uh, was guided and led um, in my adulthood. First, actually, it was Peter Levine. I was reading a book, um, uh, Waking the Hidden Tiger. Mm. And um, I was just, one thing that really struck me from the book was just basically a technique to help reintegrate um, some of the parts of the body that can get disassociated, Mm -hmm. especially with sexual trauma, because it's literally at the root of our nervous system. So, you know, so what he would say, for instance, is get under a shower head. And while you're taking a shower, you know, claim each part of your body and get conscious about connecting with it. And that really stayed with me. Mm -hmm. And um, subsequently after that, I got introduced to a lot of different forms of body work. Probably the most um, influential was a technique called body logic and Yamana body rolling which was a simple practice, really, just using small balls to stimulate, activate bone tendon muscle connections Mm. and basically kind of reconnect to these parts. Because what happens after trauma is that we, again, disassociate and these parts sort of become numb to us. They become like estranged parts of our own landscape. Mm -hmm. Um, So. So, you know, since, um, so with with my own work, I basically started to discover that it wasn't just the the physical tissues and the muscles 
that where emotion gets stuck, I actually started to discover that it's also in our voices mm-hmm. um, and that our voices will change literally from day to day, from circumstance, uh, depending on who you're speaking with. Um, and so I started to learn a lot more about the voice and also how the voice is connected to um, a system within our body um, called interoception. Mm. And that has to do with the connection of self-touch. So basically, our nervous system, it's kind of this interesting thing. We have the autonomic nervous system, um, which basically helps us to, to integrate and connect to the experience of life. Um, specifically, there's a neurological plexus called the vagus nerve, mm-hmm. um, which basically helps to integrate um, a lot of sensory information that's coming from the periphery. But when we have something like sexual trauma or any kind of trauma, everybody has trauma, really, Mm -hmm. um, any kind of trauma, what happens is this system can kind of become a little bit faulty. We can, for instance, detect danger when there's not danger, Mm. or we can even feel safety when there is danger. And so um, working with the body in a very direct somatic way with self-care practices, so just won't go into the details so much, but, you know, I work with Satisfier um, with sexual wellness devices, which basically connects us to that root sexual energy. But I also work with self-touch tools in my own work, um, such as like the dry brush is an example. It's a really powerful tool to activate and awaken mm. um, just the nervous system that exists within our skin. And as you work with uh, breath, Um, you can start to expand and open up that system so that not only does your expression change and how you show up, but also your voice starts to become more grounded, more connected. And then, of course, you know, what I love about our products um, is that, especially with like the air pulse stimulation, is that it's mediating this very subtle but super direct connection to the clitoris, which is like the key you know, to our sexual power. And so it's just tapping that. And so if you can work with breath and also with the prosody of voice, which is kind of a term that maybe people aren't familiar with, but it has to do with the intonation of the voice as it relates to the emotion. So it's kind of like when you're having that really deep, authentic conversation with someone and maybe they're connecting with their voice, they're humming, they're you know, acknowledging and hearing what you're saying, you can kind of hear that resonance in the voice. Mm -hmm. Um, And so what happens is in in our sexual exploration, sometimes what happens with women is maybe they mimic what they see in porn. Right. So they're sort of outside. The voice is not connected into the body. So that's basically what I do. I help people to reconnect with that prosody of voice and then help to integrate the 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 information that's coming into the nervous system through you know self-care tools science is so sexy i love all of that i love that you said that it is so sexy our bodies are so amazing like just how everything is so connected and we've taught we've had our own like transformational experiences with tapping into our sexuality and um and having our voices really released which actually was the you know, precipice of the show. We couldn't, mm-hmm. we weren't going to shut up anymore, you know? So I, yeah. I love everything that you just said. Madison, did you want to put something in? Yeah, I, I recently did a voice 
session with um, a vocal coach. Um, this was maybe about six months ago. And when, during our session, she provided me a little bit of feedback. She was like, you're, she's like, your voice has a really low resonance. And what I get about that is you're speaking from, you've been really comfortable speaking from uh, this lower place. Whereas when I would do speak with my like head voice, right, or um, up here, it would tire out my jaw. It was just uncomfortable. And she was like, it's just to, it just shows you where, you know, where you're comfortable with your voice and where there's more growth with your voice. So the fact that your muscles are getting tired after, you know, only 30 seconds of speaking with a higher pitch voice shows you that you can, you can strengthen those muscles. And so I was fascinated by this because as a child, um, I, felt that I had the deepest voice amongst all of the girls in class. And I was very embarrassed to to hear my voice back. It was really uncomfortable and really awkward for me. And uh, I didn't think that I've been podcasting for five years. So obviously I haven't been worried about how my voice has been sounding or anything like that. But it was so wild for me that six months ago, I was like, wow, I didn't really think about my voice inflection as much. And so what I've started to bring into a practice only recently, and so hearing you share the science behind it, I'm like, good job, good kitty, you're doing some good things. Like I didn't know, but I was called to it. I was like, I'm just going to practice speaking in a higher pitch voice and just see what happens. I sort of noticed that I can access it more easily and I can speak from it more easily. Now it's way more comfortable for me to like be speaking down here really low. This is, this is where I'd like to be speaking from like all all the time because it's just comfortable. My belly's comfortable and all of that. But actually generating the ability to generate my voice from whatever, however I want to access it has given me a lot of power. I did not know the science behind any of this. So it's just amazing to, to put the pieces mm-hmm. together. As Katie said, science is so sexy. Knowledge is power. And it makes sense. Like, I don't know why I was called to work on my voice, but now I'm like, oh, my body was just like my higher self was just like, do this thing, <laughs> you know? We've been doing Clit Talk for a while now, over 200 episodes to date, and we have had an influx of new Clitorati, and we still have our consistent OG Clitorati tuning in every week. So we've created a free gift for you. It's called Clit Talk Cliff Notes, the no BS guide to self-pleasure and sexual intimacy. And we're really giving you our best highlight reel of sex tips. We have combined our top sex hacks to give you confidence, communication, orgasms, and the ability to take your pleasure game from zero to a hundred real quick and blow any partner's mind in bed. Included in this bang and free gift is two free audio trainings, self-pleasure is self-love, and our hottest sex tips. We also have unreleased episodes and a fan favorite from our sex and empowerment signature masterclass, an erotic visualization, and a video on orgasmic breathing. Oh, yeah. So to get a little taste of what we do here, you definitely want to sign up for Clit Talk Cliff Notes. Just go to clittalkshow.com backslash guide because clitorati it is possible to have quantum leaps in your sex and empowerment with simple and impactful shifts pussy pussy it's gonna be a good one today yes 
I'm talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk, talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Come on, girls and boys and everyone on the gender rainbow, bring your pussies to the show. Yeah, no, I love that. You know, we have a very similar journey. I, you can hear that I also have a very low voice, and mm. um, that's the same as me. Before I started getting introduced to also doing vocal training, and the same thing happened. It was mm. kind of frustrating at first, but right. then as you start to connect with these higher frequencies, and you also learn how to resonate, you know, into this kind of upper center of the mask of the face. Yeah. Um, which is really, I think this part of the face is kind of like the heart of the face mm. too. So like when you hear like the mother cooing to the baby, you'll hear like, right, we change our the frequency and the tone of our voice as we're talking to the baby and we bring those notes up higher. And that's also because those higher notes help to actually calm the nervous system. So it's an, it's an instantaneous way to kind of help to what's called downregulate you know, basically bring things down um, with the nervous system. But it's lovely when you have a low voice because then you can just expand that range. And what's cool is that even though, for instance, when you, you have a low voice, as you start to tap into those higher frequencies, they will actually be in the spectrum of your speaking voice. So even though you're not actually making those higher sounds, they're inside the sound of your voice because there's no, we don't speak in pure sounds, right? It's like a blend of sonic information. So, um, but in terms of like a powerful practice to kind of explore while you're masturbating is to, so relax, you know, relax your face because that's really important. Um, you can even do this while I'm talking to kind of just feel it. And then just, you can close your eyes and then just let there be a gentle little smile across your face so that your lips are really relaxed. And then just start to make gentle sounds. Mm. Mm. Like sounds of pleasure. Mm. Think of something really delicious. You can make the sounds now. Mm. Yeah, I know it's a little bit intense to be put on the spot like that. Mm-hmm. Mm, and no, then I love go being a little put higher. on the spot. Oh, you do? Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. good. You're good. Mm. But, mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so it's so when you do that, you actually can start to unlock orgasmic energy. Mm. The sounds will actually help to expand not only just the sound, but also the orgasm. And yes, and guess what? And also with your partner. So as you start to connect with it on your own, you're stimulating their nervous system. Those sounds are so activating. So when you get into those higher frequencies, I mean, and again, being authentic is key. It's not just about like making those sounds like by contracting and forcing them out. Just like it's the same principles with singing. We don't want to tighten our throat. We want to open the throat. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I love what you guys are doing because really, like how, like you said, how you got into this podcast and that feeling of really full, you know, liberation of pleasure, it's, it's, the, it's the ultimate primal scream, mm-hmm. right? When you have those peak states of orgasm and you express, your throat is so open and you're not also afraid of how you look. 
Because in order to attenuate those frequencies, you have to also unlock that primal expression of the face, which I think in our culture, in our world is hard, especially for women, because we're, you know, constantly judging how we look and we're, you know what I mean, thinking Mm -hmm. about it too much. So that's why practicing on your own is really the pathway to being able to connect fully with a partner in that way. Yeah. I love everything you're saying. I feel like my memory was just like jogged. I used to have a very high-pitched nasal voice and I was, I'm an actress and I was in acting school and I had this one teacher who goes, your voice doesn't, she's smoking a cigarette, your voice doesn't match your face, you'll never work. So I like, so she, (laughs) so I really did a lot. I've done about like 17 years of work on my voice and I really feel like it's more my like authentic voice. But I will say um, when I, I was a, just a little bit bit of background. I was a 32-year-old woman who had never masturbated before and didn't know that women did this. And I had all these injuries on the left side of my body. And my back pain started to get better when I started masturbating. So, but what else happened with my voice was my ability to, like the words started falling out of my mouth. Clarity started happening of like what I desired, like what was missing for me in the bedroom and my ability to communicate. So not just the resonance of my voice, but actually the words were able to come out so much easier once I started tapping into my pleasure and allowing myself to experience that. So um, so I think that everything that you're talking about is so important and it's really um, one of our big missions here at Clit Talk. So, um, yeah. so you also said... And you mentioned about you can use this in relationships. And you've, I have this quote from you, like, don't let your voice keep you from turning the key to your most important relationships. Hmm. So that was a great tool of like using, doing the humming and like really allowing your, um, what did you say? Like your partner to do it as well, or it connects you to your partner if you're doing that? Yeah, even just, you know, my partner and I love to just kind of almost like make a humming, growling sound when we get close to each other's cheeks. Because mm. as you make that resonance, you can open up those connections. And again, that sound, it's very grounding. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a simple thing. You were talking, uh, Madison, about like also the jaw tension. So just another quick, fun, easy tip is to hold water in your mouth. Um, just any time in the day and let it kind of fill out the space around the mouth, just right through here. And then also under the tongue, Mm. because the tongue is intricately tied to the voice. When we have narrowing of the frequency, either too low or too high, there's always, it's always also tied to the, the tongue. So if you ever think about like when you're afraid, right, you, you lock your tongue back. So if you hold the water, kind of let your tongue almost be like like a boat mm. over the water mm-hmm. and then just make sounds, gentle mm-hmm. sounds. It'll be more open naturally mm-hmm. as you hold the water and really try to vibrate into this area, the area on the inside of the cheeks. Um, which is basically like the air, the heart of the face. That's <laughs> okay. the air. that's basically where we're looking to resonate when we sing. That's like the key to, you know, being able to use your voice and not lose your voice. Mm. Um, so those are just like some simple tips. I've got a lot of fun tips though. Yeah, we love, <laughs> we love the tips topic. because we have a lot of, uh, our clitorati writing in where they're looking to find more trust, communication, and deeper intimacy with their partners or in any relationship. So 
anything you got, mm-hmm. we're like all ears. This is like one of our number yeah. one questions that we get. Yeah, I think, you know, my biggest tip would definitely be to, you know, in your self-pleasure practice, just start working with those gentle sounds. Because sometimes we're so programmed to kind of hold our voices back, mm-hmm. even with our with someone that we're safe and we're comfortable with. So as you start practicing this, first of all, you know, as you mentioned, Katie, there's uh, there's other benefits. You know, when you use your voice in this way, you're also stimulating the vestibular part of your nervous system as well. That's like also in your brain, it's connected mm-hmm. to your inner, um, to your hearing as well. And that helps to ground you in your body. Um, that um, when we start working with our voice in a way that's more highly tuned, we also help to uh, strengthen cognitive connections as well. Um, it's just very clarifying, mm-hmm. um, which is why when we hear voices that are clear, you know, and have those frequencies in them, it's calming. Mm. It allows us to connect more easily, you know, with all all that static. Um, But just practicing and that smile that I mentioned also is helpful too. Like it's really about like getting authentically connected to the pleasure of the sound. When you do that, by the way, you will also, it depends on maybe the sensitivity level, but you will be able to feel the vibration also in your sexual center Mm. when you vibrate in this way because there is this kind of direct connection. So it's not about making loud sounds, especially when you first start. It's just about trying to feel into that vibration and be as authentically connected moment to moment. Mm. And I loved what you shared about how this actually clitorati Hope you're leaning in hard for this sciencey, sexy conversation that it actually supports your orgasmic potential. One hundred percent. Yeah, and so go ahead. Yeah, so I just wanted to switch gears here um, and open up. You know, we're all about uh, opening up our empowered voices. This is part of what we do here at Clit Talk. And so we really want to talk about the orgasm gap and the new satisfier products. Um, So could you define the pleasure slash orgasm gap? And we'd love to hear your thoughts on on how we can continue to to close it. Yeah. I mean, basically the pleasure gap is that, you know, men typically are more likely to experience orgasm, especially in relationship to heterosexual relationships. Lesbians are not necessarily a part of this pleasure gap. They seem to get the pleasure that they need and you know, want. Um, But basically, you know, one of the things that has been highlighted from this pleasure gap is the fact that most women um, don't necessarily orgasm through penetrative sex alone. We need clitoral stimulation. So it's only think about 18.6% of women that can, you know, um, achieve orgasm easily through penetration alone. And so much of this also has to do with you know, the way we're wired, you know, our bodies are similar, but there's differences. Um, So it's not, if someone can't experience that, it's really important to not feel, you know, shame um, and to really understand how your body is actually uh, put together. So that's something that, you know, I think we're really passionate about, especially with a lot of our products, we really are able to, um, with a diverse product range, help to 
women to access pleasure from so many different inputs, you know, the clitoris, but some women are A-spot people. Some women are all about the G-spot, you know, then there's that perineal sponge, you know, and then sometimes it's about the brain, right? So we have a wonderful new product. Um, uh, We have actually two new panty vibrators called the Sexy Secret and the Little Secret, and this is a little more subtle sometimes in terms of the vibration, but you have, you know, that play factor going on with a partner because basically they're controlling that vibration. So, you know, you could be having dinner, like, you know, uh, uh, stimulating them while they're at work. Um, yeah. So there's all sorts of different possibilities. And and I think that's the key too. It's not always just about like, when we talk about clitoral, it's, it's so important with clitoral stimulation but also it's important to understand how we can play with each other, especially in partnership. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my husband and I were actually... So we, you guys sent us all of these amazing products and we got to try them all. So my husband and I were actually using the Panty Viber last, Vibrator last night. And um, my husband was really into the app, like how he could kind of move the vibration. And um, it was really fun. And I was like... You could, because we we were both work from home, and I was like, you could be doing this while I was while I'm at work. You just like surprise me. I'll just like wear it, and you can like, you yeah. know, jump in whenever. That's and it was crazy. just it does it does bring more play into um into your intimate life, which is super fun. Yeah, Madison, if you're on YouTube, you can see um Madison holding it up. Yes, this is the visual. Head on over to our YouTube. I love the magnet component, right? Like it magnetizes to your panties. It's just so, so sexy how sleek that is. Um, but this is what it looks like. It's really chill. It's so cute. It's oh my so gosh. Cute. It's adorable. I actually wore mine at a Shabbat dinner um, a few weeks ago. Um, <laughs> anyways, more on that, I guess, later, but... Um, or now. <laughs> and, and yeah, so I, and I, and I was, uh, I was... You know, my husband, he's such, he loves people. And so at the Shabbat dinner, there's, he's in conversation. And I was like, eh, Hilly, he can do it with me for another time. I want to control this tonight. I want to, you know, so I'm like at the dinner table and I have it in. And I told like two of my friends that were there, like, just so you know, this is what's happening. Um, That's amazing. And it was, it was, it was good. And then I realized though, there was a, a, my friend's daughter was there. She's, she's 19 to be fair. I think she's. 19 now, 18 or 19. But then it dawned on me. I was like, I like had a shame moment. I was like, uh, wait, I didn't even think to think if that was perverted in any way, but like, I wasn't doing it to get off at the dinner table. I just wanted the sensation of pleasure there to add to my experience. Um, so after the dinner, I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to put this back now because there's so many other products I wanted to try. Cause after the dinner there, we had an orgy. It was truly a Shabbat shebang um, <laughs> kind of experience, um, but uh, yeah, it was interesting, right? I was like, I was, I was in a, it was in a public setting with it, and just recognizing that there was like a ch- child. I mean, she's eight, eighteen. I feel like it's an adult, but it's my friend's daughter, so it feels like a kid. You know, I've known her since she's like sixteen, and I had this moment of like. Okay, Madison. Maybe next time we will we will think about that a little more and just think about what's around us. Because um, even though I'm pretty liberated, um, a lot a lot of the world isn't. Um, and I don't know how my 
friend would have felt if he knew that I was wearing vibrating panty at dinner. The at thing the same is, dinner is table that they, they didn't know though, right? Like we can know. have our own yeah. experiences and, you know, not um, feel but, shameful about it. But I love- That's what I told myself I, to get over my shame hangover. I love them. your story about how you took yeah. all of these products to an orgy. And I've been yeah. like waiting for about a month now to hear these stories because- um, <laughs> She's just now the time. This is the moment. This is, is the this moment. The yeah. Okay. So, so we want to hear all about it. Yeah. So just background um, for Megwin and and any new Clitorati listeners. I am the um, token non um, poly poly queen poly on queen. the show. Mm-hmm. Poly queen. PQ for life. Um, and I, you know, the pandemic definitely impacted. Uh, how sexually active we were and, 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 and choosing when we were going to go to, you know, do orgies or play parties mm-hmm. that we'll say before the pandemic, they were much more frequent. Like there was something every weekend probably, right? Uh, but during the pandemic, that all really changed. Yeah. And, and so they were, we were much more selective with where we went. And I realized like we hadn't had an orgy in so long, maybe like a year and a half and like a really expansive orgy. And for my husband's birthday this year, um, which was just in June, you know, we we talked about, it and he's like, "I want to, I want to have an orgy." And I was like, "Great, let's. Like, I want. I'm, I need an orgy too. It's been a while. Like, this feels good. Let's do it." So, my husband is my. I, I knew that I got the vibrators basically two days before this orgy, so I knew they were coming. I was like, "Oh, I'm bringing them." We've we've had. Um, uh, another uh, vibrator uh, sponsor in the past, several years ago, though, and like I, I brought them and did a kind of like a show and tell, and my husband really enjoyed that. So this year, with with all these new vibrators, he was like, "Will you please like do your show and tell thing that you do?" <laughs> my husband's my biggest advocate. He's just like he's like my biggest advocate. Aww. I know it's really sweet. It's it's precious. So so dinner happened, right? And then it started, you know, we were, we're looking to create a transition to the getting sexy. This is like a six-person orgy to, to just also create that. So it's mm-hmm. like six adults. We just had dinner. How do we like make that switch, right, into orgy space? And um, my husband comes up to me and he was like, everyone was kind of sitting in a, like, uh, like in the couch in like a half circle. And he comes up to me. He's like, I feel like this would be a good moment for the show and tell. <laughs> Of all the sex toys. This is the time. And I was like, well, they're already in a half circle. Like, it would be easy to get them into an actual circle, you know, because that's good for intention setting, getting getting adults into a circle. So I was like, okay, okay, okay. So I just, like, leaned right in. I was like... Oh my god! I'm like sober too. I don't I don't drink alcohol because it, it upsets my stomach. And at this point and juncture in the evening, like I was just I was wanting to be in my body. I was in a sober space, so I was really like team captain satisfier. I had like all the products <laughs> out, and I was like, "Hey, everybody! <laughs> Everyone's like in a half circle." I'm like, "Let's get into like a like a more of a circle." Good job, good job. Okay, I was like, "Well, welcome to our Shabbat Shebang, and thank you for being here." And you know, this this is an evening where we get to drop into an orgy. And also, you know, I had a little consent conversation. And then I was like, and I want to do it. I want to share with you the products that are available to you this evening. And I was like, tonight our orgy, our Shabbat Shabang is sponsored by Satisfyer. <laughs> Everyone's laughing. 
everyone's starting to like write the, 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 that you need an icebreaker, especially like in a small group setting. Like, doesn't matter how many years people have been poly, like it, icebreakers just, they help you they drop work. in your body. They work. For sure. So, you know, I went through each product one by one, right? And the, I let them know that I had the panty vibrator in all evening. Um, so that was occupied. Don't use it. I told them, I'm like, I haven't cleaned it yet. So I was like, right. <laughs> <laughs> like that one's off limits for you guys. But then I whipped out, you know, I'm going to do this for our Clitorati. Clitorati, we yeah. have the double joy satisfier. Mm-hmm. Partner vibe. I just love the packaging too. And this is what I was doing. I was like, I was having them really appreciate the packaging and doing this whole reveal and explaining to them like this one is. And so I'll tell you what I did with each of these two. So this is the, um, this is a great partner vibe. Um, me and my, one of my female lovers was, who, who was there. It was actually hosted at her house. Uh, <laughs> at one point she was like, Hey babe, can you just, let's use this toy. Let's just like lay on me. And so we're just like, we're fully clothed and we're like, all right. And so like our, our husbands are around us, our other friends are over here. And she was like the first one to um, actually use a toy. And she asked me to do it and it was with this one. So the first toy that I used with a partner out of all of these was this one. This was the one that kicked off the orgy. Nice. Yeah. Yep. And what's that one called? This is the double joy. So the this double is, joy. Yeah. So this oh, is where you app enabled too, by the way. It's what? App enabled. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is, is, the app enabled is so sexy. I'm a millennial. So like, you know, if there's not an app, it's like, don't put it near me. I don't want it then. Even my water bottle has an app. Yeah. Katie bought bought this for me for my birthday. I'm all about the apps. I just wish my vape, like I do vape. Mm -hmm. um, I wish my vape had an app because then I could know how much I'm vaping in a day and manage my vaping. Yes. Um, okay. So then I, you know, I went through, I went through, here we are, the air pulse stimulator. And I just want to say show and tell uh, of sex toys is probably one of my favorite things to do. And it is, it was such a pleasure to uh, go through each Aww. of these products and like talk about them and, um, and be able to share. I'm a big sharer and uh, just letting everyone know that even though I hadn't used any of the products other than the panty vibrator, I was like, what would really turn me on is, you know, I was like, if if you get, are someone who is going to be opening a box that hasn't been opened yet, that's okay. I want it to feel like it's it's yours for the night. I'm like, but to be clear, these are mine. <laughs> I am taking these home with me. But I wanted people to have that experience of like, they're, it's theirs, right? So I like left the packaging intact for them. Um, and some people use them for the first time before me. So just to show you how much I like to share, I'll even let people use my presence before I do. So this is the air pulse stimulator, right? The clitoral sucker that Megan was talking about in the beginning, which is that direct stimulation for the clitoris. I, this one's just gorgeous. My favorite story about this from the orgy is that there was a, there was a lady at the orgy who came without a part, her partner, and she wasn't there to really play, but she instigated, she helped instigate the orgy. So she was like giving massage to like help turn on the people that were trying to like go big or get, go home that night. <laughs> yeah, like me and my husband, we were like, we are not leaving here without penetrating other people. It's been way too long. So... Um, <laughs> 
Megwin, I'm I'm the monogamous one, by the way. So that's why I love hearing these stories. It's like so outrageous. <laughs> yeah. No, me, yeah. No, I mean, I love it too. It's, you know, I have had my experiences in my day and mm-hmm. I was actually, I've gone to sex parties in my experiences, but I was probably always more the instigator yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Just kind of helping getting the mojo going. And I was always kind of on the periphery. And I love how creative people get and how open, you know, it is. And it's very like sweet, like you're saying, like it's a space for people to really like learn as yeah. much as like discover. Yeah. Super sweet. But now I'm Aww. now I'm serially monogamous. I found my my dude. Nice. And we're very happy together. Yeah. I'm still an instigator in a different kind of way. Totally. Yes. That doesn't feel like instigator. <laughs> yeah, totally. I love that. So this clitoral stimulator got used at the orgy by this woman who was instigating, right? And then when the sex broke out, she did remove herself and just had like, a, she was just in another room like um, by herself. And she came out when we were full-fledged fucking and she pleasured herself and in the space we were in, but over off in a corner with the clitoral mm. sucker and had the most epic orgasm <laughs> um, while we were having sex. So just hearing her, your voice was like, yeah. it was like she was just fueling the whole orgy, I feel like. Like she wasn't in part of the um, group sex, but she was in a way, like her energy was, her resonance was mm-hmm. so that was really powerful yeah. epic orgasms await you with that baby <laughs> um, yes 100 i mean every everything got used you know the ultra bullet uh, ultra power bullet this one's just an incredible bullet vibrator i will say i just realized i'm like oh shit it's not in its bed it's not in its home <laughs> that's because this one like travels with me because it it's a, it's literally like i mean it's like it's, it's like, like a- the size of my vape actually <laughs> So it's, it, it travels with me. I've been bringing it in my purse. I've been going out to um, on some female dates lately. Um, really been calling that in more. Please listen for me, Clitorati. I'm looking for more female lovers to add into my collection. Okay. <laughs> this um, bullet vibrator is small enough that like I feel like I can bring it in my handbag and just go places with it if like, you know, things are going to get sexy. So that one's not in here to show you, but it looks like this. And I love the tip on this one. It's so like pointed, Windy. but yet soft. Right. Yeah. So you can get like into the details in between. Mm-hmm. It really is. I was like, this is yeah. so unique because usually bullet vibrators are like rounded at the edge and like, I don't know. Right. This one is like, yeah, let me yes. just, let me give you that close up one more time, Clitorati. Look at that pointed tip. <clears throat> yeah. It really oh, does get, yeah, it, get in there. Maybe. That's totally. Uh, uh. <laughs> Yeah. So we do have a special gift offer for our Clitorati, right, Megwin? Yes. Um, but remind me of what we're giving away because I'm forgetting it was Believe at the set. Discount. Yeah, I'm not. Believe it's a discount. Oh, it's a discount. Okay. So we have a code. Were, you have a code. And it's going to be in our show notes. So make sure you check if okay. there's anything that you liked about these, this like show and tell of these products. Like I cannot recommend them more. They're so much fun. And the app feature is so amazing. Um, so yeah, we have a special discount in, in our show notes. So, and the code is clit talk. So if you go to, do you go to satis- satisfier.com? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It'll be satisfier.com. Okay, great. Yay. And is it clit talk, like all caps or lowercase or capital C and capital T? We're going to put it in the show notes. 
So it'll be, it'll be in there. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So we have our classic guest questions to like close out the episode. And we want to know about you. Like what makes you feel empowered? Wow. Um, what makes me feel empowered? I think one of the biggest things is, you know, just connecting with my body. I mean, it's going to sound kind of boring because we've been getting into that, but I'm like, you know, obsessed with different kinds of ways to ground into my body. And, you know, I just don't think that there's enough ways to explore self-care mm-hmm. rituals. Um, maybe to add to that, I also really love exploring sexuality in like almost like an artistic exploration and tapping into a lot of different sensory kinds of input. Like I'm obsessed right now with um, with ice play mm. and something about ice play, it's kind of like, it's just so powerful to kind of activate the energy of the body, but it really goes in deep. Like when you're, and you kind of move it, um, in different in different ways to kind of surprise your partner mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know just really tapping into that primal energy is probably the thing that just makes me feel most empowered. I feel like sometimes our world is so heady and so into like language and labels mm-hmm. that I just feel so good when I can find ways to just tap into my inner mammal. I love that answer. I love the ice play idea. And then if yeah. you're willing to share, we're, we are always talking about tapping into our deepest desires. Do you have a desire, like a more recent one or one that you've acted on that's made a huge difference in your um, body liberation and sexual empowerment? God, it will, would it be probably the ice play. Yeah. <laughs> Share. I like. I haven't really heard that one. That's um, such a good one. I have a fantasy though that I have never done. Okay, that I will share. Like you know, yeah. that I someday I want to. I want to try this out, but it's just like I have to like really. There's a bit of setup to it, mm-hmm. but I'd like to explore like tying up my partner, you know, and with really nice rope, mm-hmm. um, and just making it comfortable. It's not about like being uncomfortable or just pain. No, it's not about the pain. But like basically stimulating them with different kinds of tools and kind of activating that energy. And then when I feel the time is right, kind of freeing them and then letting them paint, like exploring, just like kind of getting wild with paint. For whatever reason, this is just like this fantasy that I have that I have not yet lived out and like kind of being in the background being like, I want you to pick up that blue paint and just go go with it. And just making something, you know, with my partner, like a kind of some kind of collaborative art journey. I love that. And super Dom vibes. It's so hot. I love that. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. That's, mm. I never thought about doing that paint. I have seen some um, Instagram posts about people painting like that. It'd be super fun. And then do you have a like pleasure practice, like a weekly or daily or monthly pleasure routine that like you really hold yourself accountable for? Or is it, do you have anything like that? Or is it just like as you're inspired? Um, I do different things, but I will share something recent Mm -hmm. that I really love to do that actually connects back into what we were talking about before with the voice. Mm -hmm. Um, so I discovered this tool. I put it aside here so, so I can show you. It's called the breather. Mm, what is and that? And basically, 
It's called the breather. So basically you breathe, you know, in and out, and then it has these little dials. So it challenges, like it gives you some tension Uh on the inhale and on the exhale. So like for me, I was a former smoker, right? Okay. The, you know what I mean? That feeling of drawing in, like there's something very powerful, like pleasurable for, uh, to it. Um, but I don't smoke anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but this one is meant to help to strengthen the voice for singers. So what I what I started doing was actually combining my air pulse ritual with also breathing with the breather. Oh my god! And it's really good. It's so nice. So just like after work, I get home and just I do like three cycles of ten breaths. Mm-hmm. And I just like play around with the dials. I need to get like more informed, you know, on how to actually work with this. I just got this recently. But even just from the beginning, you know, just from what I've tried, it feels amazing and so just like powerful. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, I think this is going to be one of my new favorite pleasure rituals. I love that. Honing your breath while self-pleasuring. That's like really next level. Edwin, thank you so much for coming on our show today. I feel like things that you had to say were such a huge contribution to our listeners and to us. And um, is there anything else that you wanted to leave our listeners with before we wrap? Oh, just that this was so fun. Like, you guys are awesome. You really just have such a nice vibe. You know, I felt so comfortable sharing and... And just that, like, you know, these kinds of spaces are so important. So for people out there, like, you know, you guys are creating that space for others, but Mm -hmm. it's really about, like, having this kind of open dialogue with your friends, with your sister, you know, with people that you feel like you can start to talk about these kinds of things, because that's really, I think, one of the key, you know, facets to us truly claiming our pleasure Mm -hmm. is to make to make pleasure okay to not just make pleasure okay but actually make pleasure an essential feature of our lives and learn you know learn from others oh by the way and the last thing is if you haven't watched how to build a sex room oh that is like my new favorite show so good it's on netflix yes so good. My husband and I started yes. watching that and we're doing a remodel right now. We're like, so sweet. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much. And we will get that uh, Satisfier discount in our show notes for our Clitorati. And with that Clitorati, we'll see you next Tuesday. Bye-bye. Bye. If you liked this and are curious about our Clit Talk curriculum, we have a waitlist for our upcoming free workshops and our Sex and Empowerment Signature Masterclass in 2022. Nothing like starting the new year guided by pleasure. Sign up for the waitlist to come tap into your pussy sanctuary with Katie, myself, Sugar, and Lindsay at www.clittalkshow.com backslash waitlist. That's clittalkshow.com backslash waitlist.